The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss regarding this album are strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter in each episode, but we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence. You are welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain of salt. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rate the Record podcast, episode 98. Oh, wow, so close. And more importantly, it's my birthday. That's the part I was waiting for. Yes, it's Savannah's birthday, too. What a birthday special edition. Yay. Heck yes, and I'm definitely not turning 98, despite what I look like. Yeah, you might be haggard, but people will be shocked to learn that you are only 30... Well, I'll say it. That's fine. I'm always uh, gauged as younger than I am. Um, I'm actually 35. So, yay. Fantastic. Damn right. I'm getting there one day, and by one day, I mean next year. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll know how you feel your, soon. Your time is coming. Here, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll even start the birthday off for you properly. I Not only am I wearing a tie, which nice. I never do on this fucking show, I, I look halfway presentable. I also poured a shot of scotch for you. I have a so, rush beer with uh, your uh, rush hat. Yeah, it's like rush hat, ru- rush thing. It's like a party. We're, we're like rush fans as if we're like foreshadowing something. I don't know what the hell that could possibly mean. But anyways, uh, I'll say cheers. Scowl. That's Icelandic for cheers. Scowl. That's something I can do. You don't look a day over 64. <laughs> I, I was unsure if I was going to have a beer with this. And then I was like, you know what? Rush. It kind of started the whole show, yada, yada. You've all heard the story. If you haven't, just whatever. Um, but uh, these were sitting on my counter. And if I keep making faces after taking a swig, it's because it is room temperature. So feel bad for me, please, and my poor, poor planning choices. And because it's your birthday, uh, I-, I want you to do the the intro stuff that I do. You can just do the first little bit of you like. Just off the top of I, the head. Uh, I was wildly unprepared for that. Exactly. Um, I just, want, um, I just want to see what you remember because I know you don't pay attention. It's not that I don't pay attention. It's just you're annoying, so I don't listen. Um, tomato, thank, tomato. Uh, uh, thank you for uh, rate the record. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you don't know what you do, if you if you don't know what we do here, Savannah and I choose a record. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I've thought of this day for a while. I'm like, yeah, I would kill it. I didn't realize that even though we're not actually like live to air, live to tape or anything, like I have no idea what to say unless it's written in front of me. I am and see, it, it is static in my head now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I guess for your benefit, I'll take over for you. Oh, if thank you. If you're mess around like this and everything, then we, we thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out with us. And if you like us messing around like this and also talking about music too, there's several ways you can show your appreciation for that kind of thing. Like, subscribe, rate, share, comment, follow one of those six of those things, all of them, a combination of them, really help us build up in the algorithm so people with eyes and ears, just like you, can uh, join in on the, on the podcast. If you don't have eyes, you have ears. If you don't have ears, you don't, then you can watch. And if you don't have either one of those, are you that, like, Johnny got his gun guy in the bed? That's depressing as shit. But anyways, do one of those things to help out the show, don't you? It's fantastic. I, I'm trying to figure out that Johnny got his gun thing. Do you know the yes. video for One by Metallica? 
Yeah. That that's it's a film clip. Uh, those are all scenes oh. from a movie called Johnny Got His Gun. So that guy in the bed. Yeah. That movie is depressing as shit. It's one of the most depressing things of all time. And he has like he everything James Hetfield describes is literally that guy. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a movie. Yes, and I've seen it. Oh. And it's it's fucking horrifically oh. depressing. Oh, I wouldn't want to watch that. It Today is horribly. not the day to talk about depression. Uh, it's your birthday. I mean, Why I not? But. <laughs> Well, if this is your first time here, uh, you probably don't know that we talk about music, but trust me, we do. We also just talk about stupid shit, too. But each week, Savannah and I, we will choose an album regardless because we do talk about music. It could be something that we want to listen to, like Savannah chose for her birthday. Today, we do request albums and we do album celebrating anniversaries, all the like. But regardless, we will take one of those things and we will listen to the entire thing and discuss it from front to back. We rank the songs and then we rank the, the record. record. My headphone cord got caught in the thing over here and I almost ripped right off my head. <laughs> Fantastic. We have the budget for another pair. It's fine. I, I would like Just to write think it so. off. Write it off. <laughs> what were your write-offs last year? Let's not talk about it. <laughs> But yes, uh, as we won't shut up about, or at least she won't shut up about, it is Savannah's birthday, isn't it? Look at that. And she got to choose today's album because she's so special like that. And so for episode 98, God, what a choice. Out of all the things you could have chosen in the entire world, you chose one of the most controversial bands out there. We're taking a look at Nickelback and their 1999 album, The State. Oh my God. It just makes me laugh so much. But I mean, a little bit of a spoiler for the entire show. This is the, in my honest opinion, and this is just my opinion, this is the only Nickelback album with any songs worth listening to. So I'm very excited to see what you think. I'm excited to see what you guys listening think. But here's the introduction to the band Nickelback if you've never heard of them, which oh. weird. Oh. Nickelback is a rock band out of Hannah, Alberta, formed in 1995 and still going strong today. The band was initially called Village Idiot um, and was formed by Ryan Peake, Chad and Mike Kroger, and their cousin, Brandon Kroger. Not long after, they changed their name to Nickelback and and re-released an EP and first full-length album in 1996. Members were changing already, and Nickelback was in search for a new drummer by the time they released their second album, The State, in 1998, a task they will relive over and over again. Now, my sources tell me that The State was initially released on September 1st, 1998, and then re-released in 1999, and then re 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 released in 2000. All four singles from the state were released in 2000, probably the re-release that finally got them got some attention. The singles are as follows. Leader of Men, which peaked at number eight on the U.S. mainstream rock chart. Old Enough, peaking at number 24. Breathe, number 10, and Worthy to Say. I went to the Billboard site to see if Worthy to Say even charted, but the website's trash. Wikipedia doesn't say that it did, so that's where we're at. This is a little painful, as all music gave the album a 2 out of 5, and the the Encyclopedia of Popular Music, whatever that is, gave it a 2 out of 5 as well. So if that is not a promising start, I literally do not know it is. God, you could almost say that people hate Nickelback. Isn't that weird? Maybe, but honestly, it's the only album that didn't suck. Oh. And Silver Side Up 
it is too commercial. I didn't like it. This one, not bad. I'll say a couple things without spoiling too much. It's like, yeah, I agree that this is like a better Nickelback album. I like their bluesier stoner rock type stuff that this album kind of goes for. Uh, Silver Side Up, despite the song How You Remind Me, which is annoying and overdone to death, actually had some decent tracks. And as a matter of fact, I think that's like the last decent album they released before they went way too mainstream poppy, like commercial, like rock pop. Uh, So, yeah, this is this is the territory of Nickelback I'm willing to to defend to an extent. But I think the question is, how much am I willing to defend it? And I guess today's (laughs) review will kind of uh, bring that out. As yes. we get into discussing this damn thing. So let's do that now with song number one. One of the singles, Breathe. Okay, so there is so much guitar in this song that I never really got to hear on radio. And I do remember the guitar being like heavier. But here, I don't know if it is the re-release, if it was like remastered or reworked. Or if it's just the fact that I'm finally listening to it through headphones. I think a closeness I wasn't willing to experience before. Uh, but I can hear like nuance, like nuances and differences between the rhythm and the lead guitar. And it does help having them mixed Um each on one, like one on one side, one on the other. Um, and that whole splitting of the, uh, I guess, overuse of the stereo sound definitely will come up later on in the review. It, this was released in the late 90s, so every band loved to do that shit. Yeah, some a little too much. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the guitar looks in this song are great. Like the runs between like the verses and courses. I thought those were really fun. I, I thought that was cool. Uh, it yeah. gives really good life to the track. So that's, uh, it's good that we're kind of getting this in the beginning to kind of give you an idea of what you're getting into. And also like just the, the rolling bass going along the Tom drum combo on top of that, just through most of the track really just pumps out the energy. So the kind of, like I just said, like great way to kind of start the album. So we're on a positive note so far. A hundred percent agree on the tom drum usage. Very deep, very full. I like it a lot. Um, I never really noticed the vocalizations in the bridge before. They're very brief. They're just kind of like a uh, kind of thing. I feel like it adds something that I never noticed before. Quite interesting. And all in all, very enjoyable song. Yeah, it's funny because you said this wasn't a single, but like I don't really remember hearing this one anywhere. Really? Maybe it was just my constant listening of the radio, but on it, this one? Actually, I, I if anything, I thought One Last Run was a single when I when I was listening to it. I'm like, this sounds like this is probably a radio single. Really? Ooh, this is an interesting take. Okay. Yeah, again, with, with different parts of the that. province that we grew up in. I mean, maybe yeah. just like we were being fed different things. Yeah. I remember, I lived closer to Toronto for all my entire life. So, of course, that I like didn't... main core area of Ontario was just pumping out like whatever. But meanwhile, you in rural wherever were getting like all the different things, you know? Yeah, yeah. A lot of different things. A lot of things that sound like that. So that's that's actually pretty surprising. Um, and yeah, with, with the song too, like, uh, it has like a quieter bridge to it and you kind of like alluded to that too. I, I, I thought it sounded nice. It was a little cliche, cliche, but it was nice in context of the entire track overall. So I don't really have too many problems. We're off to a good start and I can only hope for better things as we move forward. Can only hope. Well, th- then again, I mean, like I've heard, I've heard most of the album before and like, right. I've been fine with it, but just. It's been a while since I've had a sit down with this album. Let's just say that much. So there's a lot about it I didn't remember. So hopefully it lived up to the expectations. 
I, I was going to do a stupid, it's been a while. Then I realized that was stained. That's not Nickelback at all. <laughs> yeah, but they were kind of all in the same wheelhouse. Right. Yeah. Nickel of a theory, creed, stained man, whatever. Super. I don't know. Yep. Wait, was it theory of a nickel creed default stained man? Something like that. I don't even remember at this point. <laughs> they were all yeah. the fucking same thing. It's about right. It's about right. Yeah. Uh, song number two now moving along with Cowboy Hat. Um, now I only do have one song so far to go on, but I find this one weaker than the last. I do like the combo of, <laughs> of, right? Um, the other one sucked, but this one sucks more. Um, I like the combo of acoustic and overdriven electric guitars, um, and that panning extraterrestrial effect on the drums, just not it. It is not it at all. There's a lot of phaser usage in this that, entire okay, fucking album. Then? Yeah, it, it happens quite a bit, and I think I mentioned it later on when I realized it's been happening a lot. Because a couple of times I'll let it pass. I'm not, I'm not huge on the effect, but I let yeah. it pass. But the more you use it, the more likely I am to say something about it. So that mm-hmm. will come up later for me. Interesting. Um, I, I did mention that the song, like for a minute there, I thought we were about to like dig into like a weird like stoner country style vibe <laughs> because it, like it was a very low tuned acoustic guitar starting us off. I'm just like, oh, we're going to like stoner country here. This this should yeah. be a this should be interesting, but no, obviously it picks up a little more. Um, yeah, and the chorus was a little uh, underwhelming on this one. I don't know as compared to at least the the verses of the track. Yeah, verses just picked up a little more. It's not necessarily bad, but it's just not really doing enough for me at the very least. Uh, the song's fine. I mean, it, it felt like it dragged a bit. This one was just under four minutes long. Uh, if they kept this one like closer to, say, three minutes, I think it would yeah. have like held up a lot better. Uh, but still, again, not necessarily a bad song. So whatever. It's it's good. Um, Just about the, the length, it may kind of relate to my note where it just says this feels undone. It's like 85% there. I don't know whether it needed like trimming something new added to it, but I was like, eh, I, I don't know. Didn't care too, too much for it. Um, I didn't really like that. Everything was stopped just to get into a, a solo acoustic guitar that kind of pumped the brakes for sure. Uh, and I was not a fan of the bridge and that's it. When I hear solo acoustic guitar, I always feel, I remember that song, uh, was touch stand peel or whatever uh, it was by days touch, of the peel and stand yeah yeah he was on intervention i feel bad for him Oof. well i'm just thinking about the acoustic guitar solo in that song yeah. and how it's just kind of like i know how most of the songs are driven by acoustic but like there's just yeah there's something so naked feeling about like a rock track that has an acoustic guitar solo it's just like this feels well you like you forgot to hit yeah. the pedal yeah, it's like you need something else behind it. And I know it's supposed to be a solo, so it's kind of like one thing shining. But you have to have something to sort of bulk it up or else, yeah, it's like you're eating you're eating limp spaghetti one piece at a time. You're like, just give me the whole thing. Like, give me some substance. I wouldn't mind snacking on spaghetti like that over the course of two hours. That's great. <laughs> Ew. Ugh. Hell no. But maybe maybe they just did that because the song's called Cowboy Hat, so you had to get into the yeehaw Western Alberta kind of mood, you know? Spaghetti Western, it all comes sur- full circle. 
then we have to end that right there. We can go next to the next song. Song number three, Leader of Men. <clears throat> and not not a leader, not one leader of men, like not a gallon of men either. We're talking about like a, a strong, independent leader. <laughs> um, so for the four singles, uh, Breathe being one of them, you said that you don't really recall that one. This is another single. Do you recall hearing this one ever before this? On the radio, no, but I've heard it many times. You know, maybe on the radio, but like as... I don't know how else I would have heard about it, but like I've known about this one for a long time. I think it had a a music video. So maybe, maybe. Oh, I've not seen the music video. I wouldn't even call it. I've seen the ones like old enough and worthy to say, but I I haven't seen leader of men. All right. Well, I do like in this one, I like the tension that begins by having an acoustic guitar and vocals. Then it adds the bass and drums. And then, bam, the whole band's in at 100%. I like that sort of, that progression where you're not assaulted at the beginning. It doesn't feel naked by just having the acoustic guitar and vocals for too long. I feel like everything built up uh, nicely and at appropriate times. Yeah, and I, I understand that. And I kind of hinted that in my own notes, too, because uh, I, I did say that this one feels kind of similar to like uh, Cowboy Hat in a way. But the difference is being like this song builds for a while until you get yeah. to like that second half and it becomes far more exciting because of that, too. So that was nice. But the, I think the problem with this one is, is that it peaks far too soon. Yeah. Like it, it hits that grand peak halfway into the song. We still have two stanzas of lyrics to go. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, like, not that you have to save it for the, like, the last second and just explode in that moment. But at the same time, it's just kind of like it goes nowhere beyond its peak in the center, which like I'm not necessarily complaining about that because it sounds great. I like it. I've always liked the song, too, because it's always exciting when that electric part kicks in. And then the uh, the vocal harmonies that kind of come in, too, uh, through the, like the last couple of stanzas there. I thought those sound great. Like they're simple and it's kind of repetitive, but it's actually audibly pleasing. Mm-hmm. I like the way it is. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun, despite the fact that there's not technically a lot happening in the song. Mm -hmm. So I like this song, but the vocal melody is so similar for the verse and chorus that by the time I realized I have no idea what the chorus actually is, the song ended. I don't think think there is a chorus at all. It's like three and a half minutes of me sitting there going, okay, I'm going to write about this bit, this bit the fuck the song's over i don't ever remember it being like that or it's just the fact that i'm critically listening to it and not just passively like i would have in the past yeah there's no course it's just like multiple stanzas of verses mm-hmm. but again like at least for the most part they're all different and then in the second half they kind of go back to repeating themselves but yeah. it's it like heavier the harmonies are there so there's more to it at the very least and i've always kind of liked that i've always found it more exciting so yeah. they did that well because i know other bands who don't do that very well well good at least we're getting some positive notes out of you i really thought you were going to shit on this so i'm very pleased so far uh, I do have a couple other ones. Um, it looks like they're all positive. Uh, I like the guitar delay effect. Um, I find, I don't know whether it's just my love for the late 90s alt rock stuff or if it's actually done well here. I don't know, but I'm down for it. I like it. Um, I like the drums and I do feel like I'll be saying that again. Spoiler, I do. Um, and I do wish that there was more to this song, but the music is still good. I feel like the music itself, like independent of the vocals, I think it stands up for sure. 
even even with Chad's vocals, I mean, like they match the style of this album pretty well. Yeah. And, and like in the popular stuff that they do, like in the future, like it, it sounds a little weird to hear his gravelly voice on all these like very like cliche studio made pop rock tracks. Yeah. But, but here, like I, I can imagine it, you know, it's like this, this is stoner rock. So, I mean, like his gravelly kind of voice and he's not even necessarily a bad singer either, but just yeah. like his style and tone fit. Um, so just because you keep saying stoner rock. So as I was writing the intro for the band, I read that he had asked, um, I think he had asked his stepfather for $4,000 to uh, record their EP in 1996, used $2,000 to do the EP and used $2,000 to buy mushrooms to resell. Ooh. Mark so, up I mean, cities. You are not. Yeah, you are not that far off. So I can I, imagine that's probably how they financed the beginning of their career. You know, I sincerely hope that that guy got paid back at some point. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, you this owe being your career to this album, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Especially with how successful they are today. You remember that song? Oh, well, I want a bathroom to play baseball in. I hope that guy lives in a fucking house with a bathroom to play baseball in. Just saying. Oh my god, all their new songs suck so bad. They really <sighs> do. Yeah, but that's all I got for leader a minute. See, anything positive we say on this album is negated if we talk about anything beyond this. Yes, yes. Uh, the singles on here, super solid. I've definitely heard them when they came out. Uh, I think anything after 2003, like Photograph and all that, um, they become outwardly misogynistic lyrics that I just cannot stand behind. But this is fine. <laughs> oh, what's the matter? You don't this you don't like okay. when Chad Kroger tells you that you look better with something in your mouth? Uh, or I like your pants around your feet. Or it, it's you know what? You like I don't the bruises listen to them. on your knees. I don't listen them listen to them enough to know anything beyond those two songs because that disgusted me enough. I was like, no, I'm okay. Thank and you. Then, and then Theory of a Dead Man started singing about like the exact same shit. Their they used the cat came back okay too. They had this the that they used that song the cat came back and called the bitch came back and people were just like wow this is just like a terribly misogynistic song. Oh my god. And it's not Elton John's the bitch is back because I think in that song he's the bitch. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he's quite the diva. Right? He knows it. Well, I mean, I can go on a rant about Theory of Dead Man all day, but we should move on and talk about other Nickelback songs, like number four, Old Enough. Are you old enough, Savannah? Happy birthday. Woohoo! I'm old enough to buy beer and old enough to go to ratetherecord.ca and buy some merch, like my wonderful coffee mug that I am holding and hawking currently while I should be talking about this song. Exactly. Old enough to not steal mommy and daddy's credit card to buy it either. You had your own money. Exactly, exactly. A whole <laughs> dollars. Yay. Fantastic. Um, so, old enough. Personally, I think that if you're going to mix the majority... Oh, okay. Okay, here we go. First fucking gripe, and I will say it again, I think maybe two more times. Um, if you're going to mix the majority of the music onto one side and the vocals on the other, at least put a little bit of music under the vocals, like very minimal, but just enough that say you're listening just with one ear, you can kind of hear it, whatever, that's fine. The beginning of the song definitely made me feel, feel weirdly nauseous and unbalanced because the only time I ever heard this was in like a, 
uh, a stereo, like a stereo system. So you don't really tell too much or mono. So mm -hmm. didn't tell at all. But eh, kind of looking past that, I like the vocal tone. I mean, that's a positive, right? Yeah, again, it's very he's very suiting to this style. Like it just yeah. it works for him. I like it. And, well, first off, you can thank Phil Spector for the his wall of sound technique, which literally puts the instruments in like different portions of like the fucking like soundscape there. So the guitar all the way over here, vocals all the way over there, drums in one it. earphone every once in a while. I don't need all the music just in one ear. And then it's it's just it seemed like they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then executed it not even close to how the idea was supposed to be. Well, and they do any, it two more times. Oh, yeah, they do. Uh, and before anyone angry types in the comments, no, that's not a full, complete, or even appropriate definition of the wall of sound from Phil Spector. I'm not going to fucking nerd out about that. So just drop it. Stop your typing. I don't care. Because <laughs> I know, because I mentioned something that the Beatles were like kind of a big thing for. Yeah. I'm going to probably get my head torn off about it. The new song sucks, by the way. Um, no, it does. It's hot awful. take. I have not. I have not listened to it. Hot take, though. A lot of people don't like it, actually. Yeah, well, to be honest, though, if you think about it, this is the episode to do hot takes on because yeah, we're, we're, say, we're saying good things about Nickelback right. and bad things about the Beatles. <laughs> wow. What a fucking backwards world. Oh, we're never going to see. Episode we hit a rift things. and went to another fucking universe at this point. I'm wearing a tie. I mean, like, <laughs> right. Holy shit. OK, but back to old enough, though, because there is music to be spoken of here. Uh, I didn't know that, like, I'd, I guess I never noticed how grungy that opening guitar was. Sorry, I got a lot of gas built up in my chest here. Um, yeah, I never noticed how grungy the uh, the guitar in the intro was, and especially, like, yeah, it being hard on one side. But I, yeah. I, I don't mind the tone of it. It still sounds cool, and thankfully it doesn't last too long, so it's Yeah, not, it's just, like, it's, the intro. Because, I mean, for example, I literally did my ILTS video on this, but uh, You Can't Quit Me Baby by Queens of the Stone Age. One of my favorite songs by them, but the original mix of it, like the drums are literally in one headphone and not in the other. The guitars oh, are over here type oh, thing. Yeah. So, like, it's best listened to in, in like, a mono. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it, it, it gets a little weird after a while, but at the same time, it still sounds good. But, like, that's the whole song, where it's, like, this one, it has, like, a little bit and then all... The shit kicks in it's everywhere so it's fine so yeah i don't really mind that the song's actually shorter than i remember too right. I, i've never really kept track of the length of the song before but for some reason i always thought it'd be like three and a half minutes at the very least but yeah two minutes yeah. 45 quite short especially uh for one of their earlier singles but i guess it makes sense i don't know mm -hmm. uh but it's a lively and fun track too like it it doesn't really go overboard anywhere it doesn't necessarily stretch anything out i think there's just good choices made for the most part across this song Okay, good. So everything that you said from the uh, song duration to the very end, I can definitely mimic. Um, the bridge is just a solo. Thank God it's not bad. I liked it. Um, now with the song duration, I ha I had no idea the song was so short. Verbatim my notes. It actually gets to the point, and I think it sounds good aside from the beginning, uh, but it did feel like it ended too abruptly. Um, I don't know. I don't have any other suggestions other than I kind of felt like the, the song was taken from me. I was like, no, I was enjoying that. Please don't take it away. Please don't take my toys. Uh, so I just played it a second time and then I was fine. 
Yeah, I stopped I, crying. I, I I can't imagine what could have like extended the song or ended it. Maybe like a different chord strum at the end. I don't know, but I don't mind the ending so much. Like, yeah, it does kind of feel like a little abrupt, but unlike like last week when we did Sloan and there was just like a bunch of like sudden cutoffs where it's just like, well, this sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- this one felt fine. I didn't really have too much of a gripe about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just played it a second time. And I was like, you know what? That's a that's a long song unto itself. We're happy. We're happy. I have one more note about this song, and then I'm immediately going to jump to the next song because that note ties in with this one. So my final note just says, when I tell people Nickelback used to be good, uh, this is literally one of the first songs that come to mind for me to say. But then song number five, worthy to say, there was no transition there, sorry. Uh, This one, probably even more so comes mm-hmm. to mind when I say like, oh, Nickelback used to be good. Oh, really? What? Like how you remind me? No, no, fuck yeah. no. I'm just, like, were they to say and old enough, you know? Like, yeah. So like the, these two songs, especially the men being on top of that, I guess, like with the being three, then four, then five, like this run of three tracks is fantastic. And more than to say, it's like a good cap off of that, I guess. Yeah. And it, if this is a record, then this is obviously the end of side A. So like, wow, what an actual stack side A this is. Right. And I'm, I don't know if I mentioned that later on, but I definitely thought it as well, that they definitely front-loaded this album. Um, but this song in particular, um, okay, so I have four points. Well, I have more than that, but four altogether. Okay, I like this song for these reasons. One, guitar ambiance, beautiful. Two, an enjoyable chorus vocal melody. Three, the rumbling bass. Four, interesting and pleasing drums. I like it. Yeah, the, like that muffled, almost like drum sample style of sound that they have in the beginning. It's just kind of like, yeah, this like weirdly EQ'd, slightly distorted kind of drum groove going through. And that drum groove is really cool, too. I really like it. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's one of the more creative intros on the album. I could say that much, like very, very easily. It kind of reminded me of uh, Temptation by the Tea Party. Because it's, that's also kind of like a very crunchy, like drum. Technically, it is a drum sample, too. That's literally a Led Zeppelin drum sample. That's hilarious because I mentioned the Tea Party later on. Well, I mean, they're both Canadian. They both like <laughs> they both peaked around the same. I can't say that Nickelback yeah. back peaked. They peaked a little later. Yeah. Uh, but like they still gained prominence around the same time. So, I mean, like that makes mm-hmm. sense. Hell, Tea Party's first like real single was until the year 2000, 99 or 2000, either or. Heaven Coming Down. Uh, I guess like commercially successful, yes. Uh, but they had like a bunch of ones that were really popular in Canada. I don't know really how well they broke out elsewhere. Although I do know that the singer Jeff Martin now lives in Australia, but I don't know how long he's been there because maybe they would have broken out in Australia. And then he's like, Ooh, pay attention to me and then move there. So. Well, I'm I'm assuming for a handful of years because when I saw the Tea Party, I think last year or the year before at the Sound of Music Festival, he had said he had just flown in and he was jet lagged. So that yeah. was that, hey, what a great show! And then I just saw Tea Party live about a week or two ago at a oh, Hamilton shit. place. Uh, and yeah, he mentioned being in Australia. He's like, you know, I miss about playing with my brothers, blah blah blah, and just went on about that kind of stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and he also, he also mentioned by his own mouth that, yes, Heaven Coming Down was like their first breakout single. And then they played it. And then they did this huge middle section where they played um, uh, a U2 song. 
uh, with or without you. They played that okay. in the middle of Heaven Coming Down, the entire thing, and then they finished Heaven's Coming Down. Yeah, they did a few. Uh, they 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 quoted some Tool in one of their songs. Yeah, uh, they did U two. They did Paint It Black. They did uh, one of the songs they did in like the middle. It might have been for Save Me or something. They did Bob Cajun by The Charge nice. of Up. They did a weird oh, combination what? of things, but it was an entertaining show. Uh, before we jump back to Nickelback, I do have one more question about the Tea Party. When you saw when you saw them recently, did he break out the theremin again? No, he brought broke out the bow for his guitar. Ooh, fancy! The last two times I've seen them now, uh, he brings out that that like the Jimmy Page style bow with the electric guitar. Yeah, he's doing the, uh, during Save Me too, because like you know how it sounds like he's kind of using one in the song, like when he, you hear this quick guitar part but when everything's kind of slowed down and quiet. Yeah. He's literally just using the bow on the guitar at that point. So Shit, cool. after this, I'm going to listen to that album. It's so good. Anyways, anyways <laughs> moving on. Uh, yeah, so for Worthy to Say, as I already said, that I, I do like the overall atmosphere and like that starts out the track and everything, especially because, yeah, the drums, uh, that's really cool. The wavy and playful the guitar is really nice. It's like everything feels good on this one. So it's like very solid track on the album uh the course is especially bluesy too i really like that it feels very fitting to everything going on especially the style of the record but this one just kind of like nailed it i think i think it's fantastic and a lot of that is actually in chad's vocal presentation uh mm-hmm. in the in the chorus too just there's something about it that feels like extra just maybe a little extra but it yeah. it, it works here i like it i'm not gonna complain too much he, uh, he does some, like, throughout the whole album, and I've only noticed it a couple of times, but he does kind of, like, I, I don't know, like, flourishes at the end of words. Kind of like a Mariah Carey kind of thing, where he sings worthy to say, but he goes, worthy to say. And I'm like, I love Damn worthy that. to say. Yeah. It's like I imagine him with his finger on his ear, with his finger pointed in the air. And no, that was him singing around. Hero. And he's like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, I will never, ever, ever um, forgive them for doing that song. Um, it was huge. So, well, I mean, it doesn't mean it was good. Uh, even the bridge is enjoyable, and I think it makes complete sense. Um, and in all caps, I wrote yelling clearly, is that a shredding acoustic guitar? Nice. It doesn't. Yeah. I, there's some part of it. I think it would be in the bridge because it was after I mentioned the bridge. Um, but there's like acoustic guitar in this that I never, ever noticed before. That was cool. I liked it. There, yeah, there's I mean acoustic all over the album, so I guess I wouldn't be too surprised, but I guess I might have might have yeah. missed that, like a shredding acoustic. I'd have to go back yeah. and listen. Yeah. Well, and okay, actually, maybe not shredding, but it's sh- shredding for what you think an acoustic guitar is capable of. I suppose, but I've heard literal shredding on an acoustic. It, yeah. it, it's weird, but I've heard it. Fair enough. Um, I have one more note and it actually has to do with the guitars anyways. Cause I just said like, I, I do like like the different layering of guitars, like sprinkled all over the place on this song. It's a really nice touch. Like it's just in both sides and they're both like, especially in like the atmospheric part in the beginning, like you kind of hear them doing their own little things and they're echoing and everything like that. So I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the guitar, like the, the guitars in the chorus are really cool. You can hear the, I guess you can hear the acoustic kind of doing like its own like little uh, run. Maybe that's kind of what you're alluding to as yeah. well. Like I, yeah, I, I I think it's great. Uh, and yeah, just like a lot of textures I never really originally noticed. So I appreciate that now that I'm listening to it in headphones and being like, oh yeah, listen to that. Right? Eh? 
right? And they're just like brand new things. I'm like, this is awesome. Now, I know that a band has to evolve, but if they could bring back like the late 90s sound that they have here, that would be great. Thank you. Oh, they'll never, ever since Burn It to the Ground got like, got them really big too. Oh, they, well, they were already big at that point. Once people fell in love with that, it's like, oh, this is our sound now. It's like borderline metal, like pop metal, yeah. something, you know, like. Ugh, so this and, is this is all we know. This is all we do. And that that was Monday Night Raw's theme for how many years? I don't know. Burn to the ground tonight. I I'm glad I didn't watch it that time. I think that was around the time I stopped. Like. There was a brief like time when I, Nickelback, I'm out of here. There was a brief time when I started watching again for yeah. a short amount of time. Then I stopped again. Then started again. Now I'm in that stop thing again. But I think I'm at a point where I'm not going to go back. Yeah. I'm just like, eh, I, I think I've had my share. It's fine. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this you probably won't hear their blues rock stuff ever again. Well, that's unfortunate because I was really digging this. You certainly were, so I hope you can at least dig the next track then. That is what song number six indeed is. Hell yeah. Um, now, the very, for I think maybe first four bars of this, immediately I thought that if I had heard this when this came out, this would have been my favorite song on the album. Wow. Um, I, I just, I was oh, 10 or 11 so it's like anything heavy, you're like, yeah, I'm so angry. This is awesome. So I would have loved this. Um, I like the guitar tone, but I don't know how I like the bass tone, especially when they feature it a, like a bit at the beginning. I don't know if it's that phaser thing you were talking about. But I fucking hated it. I heard, I kept listening to it going, well, maybe it was just my first opinion. Well, maybe I don't appreciate it. No, no, I I don't appreciate it. If, it, if, like. if you're talking about the effect that just sounds like. Yeah, did not like. I don't know if that came on Zoom properly. I can't. I, I heard it. Okay, yeah. Good. Yeah, but, it's kind of like uh, an alien beaming someone up. Did not like. Yeah, it starts as a tight sound and it kind of like goes outward like this to like a lower pitch sound. Or it can go the other way too. Put but, it on a bass They put it on multiple instruments in this album. I'm surprised. I, they might have even done it on vocals. I just didn't pay attention. I don't know. Um, you, you want to talk about angry and loud 98 was the year I discovered corn. So like, <laughs> that's where my head was. Like, corn was scary to me. I didn't like, did not like. Oh yeah. Like I, I think one of the first videos I saw from them besides like freak on Alicia was uh, no place to hide. And it's like live concert footage. And so you can see how crazy they go. So like, it looks yeah. weird, but I was sitting there like, cool. Where was there a music video where I feel like the whole idea was like a child and like, I don't know. I remember a child and I, I, I grew up in a very, uh, in, in a lot of like a term, not a good household. So anytime I saw like music videos or heard music where it was like alluding to a child being in that same situation, I was like, no, 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 thanks. Too real to life. Do not like, no, okay. thanks. If you're, but it was a music if, video. If you're going that far back, there's two that come to mind. There's Freak Unleashed, which is the cartoon. Uh, but then there's Fallen Away from Me. It's about the girl in the bedroom and being beaten by her dad. Maybe it was both, but anything that has to do with kids, I'm like, nope. because well, no, because freaking Alicia is the girl doing the hopscotch thing, and the bullet flies by her head, and then the bullet is in like the entire music video. Like, no, that was cool. Things. Uh Fallen Away from me is like they literally have like the uh the kids help phone 
number at the beginning of the video. Yes. And the rest of the video is this girl like literally like traumatized from her dad with a belt. And at one point she's being beaten by him with the belt. And then at the one point, Corn is in her room playing blistering volume. So he's trying to kick down the door. And when he finally gets it down, she's gone. The band's gone. Okay. That's the one. Uh, right now I have goosebumps in my arms and like, I don't even feel that way anymore. But at that age, Corn was like, no, that is terrifying. And they will eat you if you fall asleep in the, like, you have to sleep with the lights on. Uh, I think at that age, I would have rather listened to Nickelback. <laughs> well, but now I'd rather listen to Corn. I'd rather listen to new Corn. Well, in last week's episode, when we mentioned like music we liked in 97, you said one of your favorite bands at the time was Everclear. So yes. there you go. <laughs> yes. My my favorite song on uh, on so much for the afterglow track eight the only instrumental so if that doesn't and tell you something called? now El Distordo de Melodica okay I want to make sure you knew and just like oh you know that one hell yeah that but was my, that, that was one. my favorite it was like the heaviest one on the album there you go well I mean, there you go it gets heavy there but again that's when I found like corn and Ozzy and stuff so that was me yeah interesting. Uh, still talking about digging this. I just want to make sure I'm not going to reread some of my notes yeah. here. Oh, actually, no, I haven't even said anything about this song yet. Holy shit, we just went on Tangent City there. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, your birthday. Yeah. We're allowed to. Yeah, just cut it all. It's none of it's important. Maybe it's a Kofi thing. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, if you're hearing this now, then go check out Kofi for bonus content. Why not, right? Uh, I, I felt this was probably the most 90 sounding track on the entire album up to this point. Yes. Uh, like, like I, I originally I thought that was like old enough. Maybe, maybe maybe that's just because like I remember back from that time, but like hearing dig in this, I was just like, oh no, this sounds like the nineties. Like this this sounds like it was written like probably late ninety-seven late ninety-seven, then recorded much later. I'm getting a lot of hiccups when I talk too much. Jeez. So go ahead and talk for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I have no uh nothing to say about the things you said, so I'm just gonna change the subject completely. The vocals seem a little quieter and buried, which does make the music more enjoyable because it's at the forefront. But I can tell that the vocals kind of lack a little bulk. Uh, I don't blame the performance. I may blame just a little bit of production, maybe just bring it a little forward, turn it up a little bit, maybe uh, layer it. I don't know. I If I was a producer, I probably would be able to speak a little bit better about this stuff. But that is how I felt. And the main guitar riff sounds great in the chorus, and I could listen to that on repeat. I like that. Um, I, I will jump on your note about the production because I, I I do say that the overall composition feels weaker in this song. Like there just wasn't enough that's really holding it together. There's not enough glue in this track. Let's just say that much. Yeah. Uh, the pre-chorus is probably the most interesting part of the track to me, and it's obviously it's it's very short. So other than that, there's not like a whole lot to go on. Until the bridge happens. I do like the bridge of the song. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, this song felt like a long three minutes. I'll say that much. It's not yeah. necessarily a bad thing, but it this one may have stretched, which is always interesting to say that about a song that's typically shorter. Yeah. Uh, some minute 30 songs, you're like, oh my God, that, that took forever to end. And then some seven minute songs, it's like, oh, oh, it's over already. I was really enjoying that. So... I don't know. I didn't notice that it felt long or anything, but speaking of the bridge, I really, really enjoyed the slowdown before the bridge, I guess before the solo. It sounds, for lack of a better term, thick. It just sounds thick. 
and that, CK like, or two C's? Okay, so I did CK, then I did CC, then I thought this looks stupid, so I did CK again. But the intention and the implication is still there. I was going to say, or CKE, like Robin Thick. <laughs> Just kidding, no one talks about that fucking no. guy. <laughs> Alan Thick only. Which one is he again? Uh, he was on the show Step by Step on ABC, and I know nothing else that he has done except for that show. And I didn't watch that. I know Step by Step by New Kids on the Block, and that's about it. <laughs> and Alan Thicke was not in New Kids on the Block. We are so out of touch. And yet we grew up in like the same time frame. <laughs> this is so strange. Like I, I'm pretty sure I know the show Step by Step. I didn't watch it. Yeah. It's kind of like Party yeah, of Five. Baby. I didn't watch Party of Five either. Yeah, me neither. But TGIF, baby. Oh, yeah. Talking about the 90s, we're getting a little deep with this one, huh? Song number seven, deep. Uh, that uh, one wasn't as good. See, whatever, I'm trying. Okay, so I don't have a lot about this one, and I don't think I have anything positive. Uh, No, I do not. So we're just going to run right through them, and hopefully that your notes erase everything I've said. Sounds like a rehashing of a bunch of different elements from other songs on this album. I I like the drum and bass deepness, <laughs> but there's something about the vocal melody that gives me worthy to say. Feels longer than it really is. I couldn't really latch on to anything here, and it feels like one of the last songs that they either wrote or included. And that's it. Maybe because it does feel like kind of a filler track. Like, again, this one doesn't have too much to kind of like go along with or anything like that. Yeah, because like this song has like a a lot of lower or deep tuned guitars. (laughs) Anyways, it's definitely more of a sexier and seductive sound that they got going on this one. So I could say like, you know, like sketchy strip club type music. Uh, (laughs) So I'm digging this. There's another one right there. Unlike the last track, (laughs) stabbed at it. Anyway. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with this. You kidding me? Uh, this song does feel like it's like a bit of a clumping of the previous tracks as well. Like you got, yeah. kind of, you got a little bit of everything in there. Nothing really stands out. Not much to grab onto. Uh, and towards the end, it, it's it's funny because you hear this uh, very bassy reverb kick drum once in a while come in in the back. And I get it. It's a deep kick. Haha. <laughs> funny again. Anyways, it wasn't needed. Yeah, I agree. I got nothing else. I wasn't necessarily trying to be funny with that because I think they were just trying to be funny by doing that. They probably got really high and thought it was a funny idea. Problem. It's a deep kick, Problem. dude. Put it in. We're laughing now. And then they listen to it like literally a year later, like, huh. I just I just imagine a studio full of seals. And it's just like they're they're talking to each other, like, yeah, yeah. And then they look at each other and then just start clapping. And then that's how this album's made. Maybe it was. I don't, I don't know what the production cycle was like. We weren't a, there. By a bunch of Atlantic seals. No, it had to be Pacific. They were closer to the ocean. The, are there, the are there ocean. seals in the Pacific Ocean? This makes there me is so now. stupid. Okay, fantastic. There's a whole new breed of seals in the Pacific, specifically closest to Vancouver. Oh. So they were imported from Vancouver, BC yeah. to Hannah, Alberta, or whatever the hell they recorded this album. Yeah, uh, probably Vancouver. But either way, well, seals are probably dead now. They only had one I, last run. I was going to say, I have no idea how long Seals lived for. Uh, the only Seal I'm aware of is still alive and he's still touring. <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> of course, it's an easy joke. Why not take it? Oh, anywho. Song number eight, moving straight along. One last run. 
<laughs> Speaking of one last run, it honestly feels like they've run out of steam. Uh, I like the tempo and the constant downbeat. I find the chorus weak. I do like the large filling drum tone, though. The one I, of the I'm just going to keep complimenting the drums. Well, that's fine because actually a bigger compliment I have about the song, uh, the drum, the drum groove in the, the breakdown in the middle of the track is super solid. I like it because other than that, like the drums are pretty straightforward. Yeah, but it's got a very cool groove in the middle. I love that. It's not the best y'all ever hear, but like I'd be lying if I said like I didn't give it like that sour face of appreciation. The one we go ooh. Yeah, like the Patrick Bateman face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the face. when I heard that I was like, "Ooh, yeah, that's good. I like that. Oh yeah, cream of the crop. Cream will rise to the top." <laughs> that was for your birthday. There you go. I had to throw oh, Monster I, Man in there somewhere. Oh my god, that's fantastic! I do just want to mention this. This has absolutely nothing to do with anything. I came across this TikTok, and I'm pretty sure that they have me pegged completely. Um, this woman made. A, a Randy Savage, um, what is it called? Stained Glass. Oh, and okay. it's him, and it's him doing this. <laughs> that is fantastic. And I, I'm pretty sure that's what she named it, Cream of the Crop. And I'm like, I love this so much. Because he, he was like doing this when he's holding like the little cream thing, right? So, <laughs> as if it wasn't $400, I would have it by now. Puts it on Mean Gene's head, put it on his own head, and he spins around. Is that the same one where he had a sudden random freak out where he's like, wow, yeah, wow, and just like runs off screen? That literally could be any time anyone interacted with but There him, was like but... one particular one where he just like, he was in the middle of talking, just stop, he's like, wow, yeah, it's probably because <laughs> the coke started hitting real fucking hard at that point. I love him so much. Oh my God, rest oh in peace, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, with this one, I do like the pickup uh, and, and the pickup and pace and the energy. It definitely got back on catching my attention again, so that was great. And yeah, the drum groove, fantastic. Uh, the, the bouncing guitars in the middle of the track also too were pretty cool. Like uh, in the middle, of, yeah, in the middle, it's a little disorienting because like you hear them kind of going back and forth between yeah. left and right. Yeah, like, very you kind quickly. of pick up like the the pattern on one side, pattern on the other side, and they kind of fit together if you just focus on both. It was interesting. Yeah, there's there's a few bands that have done stuff like that, and I, I think it's pretty cool when done properly. I like it here. Uh, I thought it was cool to have in the headphones. If you listen to it mono, it's probably boring as hell. It just sounds like a choppy guitar at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this this one was uh, a lot more fun than I remember it being. So, I mean, because, again, I, this, I, I said a while ago, I thought this one was like a single because I do remember hearing this a long time yeah. ago. Interesting. Uh, and I remember, like, enjoying it enough when I was younger. Never thought too much about it. But then coming back to it now, it's like, yeah, like, Damn, I forgot all about this one. I've never heard this one. Um, honestly, if it's not obvious by now, the only songs that I've actually heard are just the singles. Um, but this one, I don't know. I think it kind of left me either wanting more or wanting it to stop. I'm not 100% sure. I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. I could be swayed either side. But uh, again, it kind of feels like they've excuse me, run out of steam. Like they're just sort of, I don't know resting on their laurels i don't even know if that made any sense but well yeah. it's it's their second album and it's like a Lord stoner kind of bluesy album so you can't expect too much out of it but to be honest like three minutes and 30 seconds uh, i would would have been fine with this going a little longer i was enjoying what was happening nothing felt like it was overdone or repeated way too much so Maybe going on a little longer could have ruined that. I don't know, but so maybe it's fine. But I did like mm -hmm. what I was getting out of it, so I'm I'm fine with it. 
fair enough. And I mean, even if I did want it to stop, they're not leaving yet anyways. So you should have put yourself into that one because I knew you were going to work into that transit. As soon as you spoke again, I was like, she's going to transition into it. Damn right I am. I was going to do my own, but I guess I won't. That's fine. I, I do too many anyways. I think it's time you take over for a little while. And I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. So song number nine, penultimate track, not leaving yet. This song has a sludger pace to it too. Like it, it's yeah. definitely slower uh, and it matches like that. It matches well with like the deep toned electronic, uh, electronic electric guitars and the bass too, which is like super low, like five string type bass. Uh, so that sounds cool. It's a good way to set the mood of the track too. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm liking how this one kind of kicks off. Um, I didn't. Uh, they probably, again, this is just a personal gripe of mine. They probably wanted to maximize the stereo mixing, but I hate that three songs start only on the right with nothing on the left. It's a little annoying by now, especially because the last one did the same thing. Um, I didn't complain about it then because I knew I was going to complain about it here. Uh, but two songs back to back that do the same thing. It's kind of like, okay, like, don't you guys sound a little uninspired. So that was kind of annoying. But there, okay, there is something about the upspeak tone in his voice at the end of every verse line that just, it just pleases me to the highest degree. And I don't understand why, but it's like, there's one line that I noticed he didn't do it. I'm like, Hey, cause I thought it was going to end. And then he kept doing it. I was like, okay, this is fine. I don't know what it is, but very Psych. pleasing. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Um, This is kind of like, maybe I could have noticed this earlier too, but this is where I made the note about it at the very least that I'm starting to notice at this point, you know, two like two songs away from the end of the album that everything is kind of like every song is structured fairly similarly. Yes. Uh, but for the most part, I, I think they find a way to do it on their own and make it interesting. Okay. Like, even though it's like the same structure. So like, I don't have too much to complain about that. So that, and th- that's the thing to it. We've had albums like that in the past. We had both sides of the coin where, and now will sound the same almost all the way through and just be like, please just like fucking put the bullet in my head now. And then other <laughs> yeah. ones where it's just kind of like, this one sounds the same, but I'm having a good time. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not so, I'm not so bad about it. And I think this is one of those albums where I'm just like, you know what? I'm okay with this. Like, it, it, like okay. it's all structured the same. It's all following the same vibe, kind of even like you were saying earlier too. Uh, but yeah, it's not so bad here. And this is also the song where I, I mentioned about the phaser effect. Yeah. Say and I quote: "This song marks what feels like the hundredth time I've heard that phaser effect on an instrument. Please stop beating it to death." Yes. Yes. Please. I don't know if I mentioned or if I uh, noticed it in this one, or if I just mentally turned my brain off of it. Uh, I wish that I could do the same thing to a tambourine, but hey, no tambourine in this album. Yay! Happy uh, birthday, like, Savannah. <laughs> damn right. If you like tambourine, do not listen to last week's episode. I bet you about it frequently. <laughs> I'm just imagining for your birthday, like someone brings you a huge box, and they're like, "Happy birthday!" You're like, thanks. You open it, and there's a note inside that says, "Not a tambourine." And it's like, this is the greatest gift I've ever received. If okay, now if if you know me, and if if you don't, I'm annoying. And I don't look I annoying, but I like to be annoying. So if I was gifted a tambourine, let it be a adult size proper tambourine or a child size tambourine, I will run around the house clanging it going cats 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 and i would just do that to my pets 
the entire time and then start hitting people in my house on the head with it. That's a mix of very aggressive stimming and intrusive thoughts coming out all at once. Probably. And that's a day in the life of Savannah. So if you're still if you're still interested in getting no get getting to know her more, I would say don't do it. <laughs> it's other than it all, but I'm also done with this song. <laughs> Good, but if you do want to get to know Savannah more, then you better hold out your hand because we got one more song to bring you into uh-huh. now. Song number ten. Hold out your hand. And it better have money in it. Um, okay, now the these. While this song started, I had a different song continue playing in my head. So clearly the guitar riff at the beginning of this song sounded familiar enough for me to think of a different song. Am I the only one who hears break stuff in the intro riff? See, I, I wasn't paying attention to that point of it because I noticed it very early on in the song and it comes back a lot was the the sound of the snare drum being used and my note verbatim oh my god is this where laura's ulrich was inspired to use a beer keg snare drum for the entire album of saint (laughs) anger that drops four years later so it's possible ting 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 twang 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 (laughs) like it is a disgusting sound for a snare this song has it and it's on the entirety of saint anger so i'm just like did he like did large hear this album be like Yo, that's pretty fucking cool. I want that snare. What is it? Oh, I don't know. Just bring the bring the beer keg in. And it was the best decision he's ever made. But but to tune the beer keg, you have to like you just siphon a bunch of it out while you're hitting it. You're like, oh yeah, that that's perfect. That's perfect. But oh, he probably had the hose connected to his fucking yeah, upper lip. You just drink it. That's it. Yeah. It's got one of those nozzles that if you bite it, it kind of empties into your mouth a little bit. That's, that's yeah. so that's what that's how he did it. And then if he needed to retune it the other way, he had to regurgitate into the tube to put it all back. You know, I knew they they were uh, removing things from some kind of monster. We never got to see that. And I knew they were hiding things this whole time. Probably because he realized how fucking stupid it was. was like, I don't want this to be in the theater. I don't want this to be an IMAX. Like, it's not going to go into the theater and it's not going to be an IMAX. Good. Well, it wasn't going to be anyways. <laughs> Yeah, because I said, don't do it, you fucker. Stupid fucker. Anyways, I hate our fans. <laughs> they both part ways going, idiot. <laughs> Anyways, I have to go sue a fan for a million dollars for downloading a single song Kazaa now. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he said, hold out your hand as he completely stole the money. Anyways, um, I only have two more points for this one. This one clearly was my favorite. I didn't have a lot to say about it. But new sounds. We're getting some new sounds. The bridge, very tea party, kind of has like a, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the hell it is. Kind of, I I have no idea how to describe it. All I thought was tea party and like the uh, ethnic instrument sounds that they bring in. So that's kind of what I got from this. Really, really liked it. And it definitely caught my attention because by now, I'm a little fatigued of this album, um, but I really like that they offered something new. Unfortunately, they were kicking me out, and then the song ended, and I was sad. Uh, the I'll, album I'll, ended, and I was sad. I'll jump onto your Tea Party note in a minute, because uh, first I'll say, like, at least with the vibes in this song, it kind of gave that idea of like a, an album closer. Yeah. Uh, they were definitely on display here, but there's still nothing too 
too grabbing about this track that we haven't gotten already so it's nothing fantastically special uh but yeah that that middle portion there i did make a note about that talking about like those two dueling guitar riffs and i think it was just like an an acoustic on one side and an electric in the other and they kind of started shifting the volumes a little bit on them oh is that what that and was like, i and, liked it and it was just the, the the scales they were using too like i'm I'm not certain what this i'm not really good with scale names at all but like yeah it sounds like they were using a very particular scale so that's why it probably gave it that like different sound like the the tea party is known for using uh i yeah i think i think it's super cool i think it sounds fantastic uh they mat they're doing their own thing but yet they match up so well when you listen to them together so that just kind of goes to show that there's like really great chemistry so i like it pretty decent not the greatest ending to the album but at the same time it's not the worst choice either fair enough and i mean that's all i gotta say that's it that i have for that one um but i do want to mention now i don't believe that we are doing uh or we are counting leader of men acoustic version in no. our review um it was released on the original uh 1998 re release as per wikipedia the only change when it was re-released was that there was a spelling error on it. It wasn't added, wasn't deleted. It was always there. But because it is just a rehashing, or not even rehashing, it's just an acoustic version of a song that we've already reviewed, it would have just been the same uh, score, same comments, same everything. So we decided to keep it off the list. I think my score would be a little lower only because like it, it sounds more exciting with the electric parts in it. Like when yeah. those finally kick in, I, I think it feels better. So, uh, yeah, we're not dealing with the acoustic one. We're just going with the one that's on this version of the album, which is the one yep. that we talked about earlier. And with that said, that brings us to the end of Nickelback's The State. Oh, my God. I mean, I listened to a Nickelback album today and I didn't immediately headbutt a knife. So that's saying a lot. Oh, my God. This it actually was a very quick review to do only because out of the 10 songs we did, I already have heard four of them. So that's 40 percent of the album pretty much done. I've listened to the song once or twice. That's it. And the other songs, they were very straightforward, not too crazy. And it was actually a very enjoyable listen. It was like 35 despite, minutes altogether, too. Like, yeah, despite what my score might say. Well, we're going to find that out soon enough because first we got to rank the songs now. So above our heads, boom, graphics have changed. There are names or numbers. There's going to be more names, song names to be specific because it's that time in the show where we take all the songs and rank them from 10 to 1, from least favorite to favorite, not so great to great, from uh, from decent Nickelback to everything they did in the future after this. I don't know. Whatever you, However you want to name the ranking system, that's what we got to do now. Fantastic. Okay, so I think we're going to get this started. Uh, how do you feel about matches this week? Um. Okay, so I was thinking that I'm going to go extra extravagant and go, you know what? We'll get three. I am, I am confident that we are going to get at least one because we were agreeing on certain things that I didn't think you'd pick up on. So when you're like, oh, yeah, I totally heard that or, yeah, I agree. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, crazy. Um, so one, I'm going to guarantee two would be nice. Three is ideal. Now, how, any more than three is a goddamn miracle, which that's not happening though. Hell no. How ballsy are you feeling that you would want to name the one song you feel confident about? Oh, I have no balls at all. I have no idea. 
You got the lady balls. That's what they call the ovaries. Now you got you got oh. them in there somewhere. Oh, oh no, I don't know if you heard it because it is a little quiet, but it went and it sucked right back up. So they're not there no more. They shouldn't be out. They're... You should go to the hospital immediately yeah. if they were out. Okay, <laughs> well, once we're mine are allowed to be down. Yours have to be inside. That's the rules. Uh, I didn't well, once them. once we're done this, I have somewhere to be. Oh, good, good, because we're almost done anyways. Hang <laughs> in there, kitty. <laughs> I'm thinking about the post where the cat's hanging from the, the wire. Anyway, yeah. Let's just get okay. this out of the way now. Let's find out if one indeed did match. It would be nice if we had at least one. Song number 10, digging this. One last run. Run. Good start so far. Song number Definitely. nine, deep. Thank you. One guarantee, and it was right at the beginning. I actually had that one marked as next. Yeah. I'll take what? my flowers now. <laughs> I, I wore a hat for you and a tie, and I took a shot. I have no flowers for you. Damn it. Uh, but regardless, you could, number eight, hold out your hand for some sort of gift. Hmm, not leaving yet. That's on a match, huh? Not oh. leaving. Not LeVon Helm yet. Number seven, cowboy hat. No, it's a rush hat, actually. We That's got two? awesome. Yes, oh, damn right. Okay. Interesting. I'm so pleased. Hey, happy birthday. Uh, but not this one. Number number six. No. Not leaving yet. Hold out your hand. <laughs> well, at least those ones are already covered. Yeah. Hold out your hand. Number five. Breathe. Leader of men. I'm just thinking of uh, "Breathe" by uh, the Prodigy. Oh. Breathe with me. Down, 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 down. If you're old enough, you'll remember that one. Song number four. Old enough. Oh my god. Number four, old enough. Wow. Extravagant, huh? <laughs> I'm so excited. What if we get what if we get can four? we can we please emphasize to people that we did not plan this for your birthday? What like if we get I know, four? I know this like this this seems too perfect. Oh. This was not like done in advance. We didn't set this up as a fucking bit. This is nice, though. This is nice. Like th this is um what like fucking a third of the album if not a little less i don't know regardless what if we get four? Oh my god well this uh, at this point there's a make or break because there's only one more song left and it's probably not this one it's definitely not this one leader of men dig in this dig it till the sun goes down is that a is that uh, a big sugar song no that's a oh. that's junk house or tom wilson oh oh junk house okay yeah one yeah. or the other uh I'm just I'm I'm hesitating on this one just because this is the big suspenseful moment now. Do we get four? Song number two. One last run. Breathe. <laughs> wow. Nicely done. Song number one. Song number one. Worthy to say. I'm so excited. It's worthy to say number one. There you go. <laughs> Holy wow. Four matches. I I was optimistic at the beginning because I'm like, okay, he's agreeing me with some things and I don't hate everything he's saying right now. But I I, I figured one, three's crazy, four is just like, that is a grand slam. It definitely makes up for the fact of how badly we've been doing for the last little while. Like, we finally shit. got one last week. And we agreed on Nickelback. Oh, of all things, too. Like, this is the backwards universe. I already mentioned that earlier. Oh, my God. We're going to B-tier this. <laughs> <laughs> We've done three Canadian bands in a row, and they just keep getting better with the score now. So 
Speaking of getting better at the score, how better can the score be? This is going to be the big one. So let's transition oh transition screens and find out right now. Swish. Well, here we are on the album rating oh. screen. Uh, it's the big birthday episode. So is it a birthday B tier bonanza or <laughs> could it be an amazing A tier or a, a credible C tier or a downright devious D tier? I'm trying just to be entertaining right now. But it's yes. Working. Savannah's album selection of Nickelback's The State is the one up for judgment right now. Uh, and last week, I mean, Sloan just just barely edging out there on the bottom of the uh, the B tier. Should have been yeah. C plus, but it ended up being B minus. Where will Nickelback end up? And uh, it's your birthday, so I suppose I'll have to go first for this yes, one. Please. I went first last week, too, but this one's a, a different occasion, so I guess I'll have to. So you were kind of like hinting off camera that maybe you weren't as fond of this album as our matches might have uh, insinuated. Yeah, as a whole, for sure. Me, on the other hand, I I flabbergasted myself uh, because I was I'm sitting here like, did I just score a Nickelback album high? In which yeah. at least it's the state, so I don't feel so bad about it. But goddamn, if I didn't a minus tier the shit at eighty one even. Dang, I. <clears throat> Excuse Went me. the opposite direction, 61 even. I did. I feel like an asshole. Yes. Because I, okay, what B, B proper, where does that start? Uh, from 73.34 to 76.65. Okay. Well, it's straight up B tier as fucking tradition, 74.9. Couldn't even break 75. The songs I really liked, I really liked. And the songs I weren't, wasn't fond of, I probably wouldn't listen to again. Well, you, you've you walked us directly into the B tier, of course. Of course, hand in hand. In hand. Uh, and I thought I was doing ourselves a favor by making it an A minus. But I mean, look at you doing things. It's your birthday. It's your album. You can cry if you want to. I will. Uh, it is indeed in the B plus tier at 77.95. Oh, wow. I am so sorry, Mr. Bowie. It is better than David Bowie, but Cynic is better. Better than David Bowie. You know, overall, I did like with the statement, David Bowie's better than Nickelback. That's true. Nickelback's better than David Bowie. I disagree completely. Those two albums, as much, uh, you know, I don't know. This one was fun. I love Scary Monsters. Fuck, that's a weird you, one for me. You said 77.9 something, right? Five. Nine five. Yeah. I, I thought maybe I misheard. Maybe I could place it different. No, it's it's before David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, that that's fine. I guess that's fine. I mean, there, there's been there's been bigger upsets in this entire <laughs> oh, show than just like uh, fucking Nickelback here, Mister Nickelback himself <laughs> edging out yep. David Bowie. But I mean, a positive note: we can't do another Nickelback song for at least another season. So, yay! It's gonna happen. I, I feel it. Someone's gonna do it. You know, I'm gonna do something stupid, or someone's gonna request it. Uh, yeah, I guess that's part of the request form, huh? I guess you can do that. We Gotta technically don't have to say yes. <laughs> that is true. The re request denied. Denied. But you already did a Nickelback album. One, one only, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's in the special provisions. Well, I mean, oh God, another B-tier album. 
I told us a, a, a few episodes ago, we need one more A tier album in order to break our most A tiers in one season record. Yep. We're tied with it right now. We, we need what? one more. Two more, two more shows. We have two more episodes. Yeah. 99 and 100 are on the way. Woo, woo, woo. I wonder. Can be one of those big ones, I think. Yeah. But I mean, in the meantime, I can at very least look you right in the eye and say thank you for joining us today on this episode on Savannah's special birthday episode. Uh, if you made it all the way to the end of a Nickelback episode, you have a lot to question about your life. But regardless, we're grateful that you're here. And if you liked what you see and or heard today, and you have your own opinions about the album, let us know down in the comments below because we're always curious to hear it. And there's comment sections everywhere too. What did you think about the album? How would you rank the songs? How would you rate the record? Do you agree or disagree with us? Uh, why is Nickelback the best best band in the entire world? Why are they the shittiest thing to happen to music since fucking the Shags? I don't know. Like that that's a really obscure pick right there. <laughs> but regardless, well, you never heard my pal Foot Foot before? No. <laughs> Anyways, I, I'll give you some homework then. Let us know down in the comments wherever. And you can find all those comment sections if you go over to ratetherecord.ca. That is ratetherecord.ca because all the streaming links are there, all the social media links in which you can follow us and let us know your opinions and just enjoy things that we enjoy as well over on those socials. Joining the RTR Club for five bucks a month, getting a bunch of bonus stuff, which is fun and cool and awesome and cool people do that. Uh, you can also request albums and, of course, merch. We have merch, and I'm not wearing it now, but Savannah's got the mug. Oh, there's... I always have the mug. It's the same one as always, even though we have another design. Who knows? We'll get more designs. We, You know, we, we our free samples we still technically have to pay for. So, I mean, that's why we don't... We're not, like, front-loading on them. But anyways, you can, though. Rate the record.ca. Go ahead and check that out. I, I have nothing else other than uh, thank you for celebrating my four match birthday with me. Very, very excited. And I don't think I could have planned this episode to go any better than it already did. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, I mean, just off camera, you were saying, I don't think we can convince anyone that today wasn't made up, like that we didn't like, plan this. Halfway through reading you, like my order, I was like, how do I show that I'm reading my list and I'm not manipulating it? Like, when something goes so well, I'm like, there's no way I can convince somebody that this actually happened. But I'm so pleased and I'm so excited. Well, hopefully we can do it in uh, future episodes. And I mean, we have two left for season five, by the way. Uh, the, the countdown is on to episode 100. Uh, but before we reach episode 100, we do have an episode 99 next week. So I guess I'll give you a little sneak preview what to expect. I'll say this. Funny enough, Savannah chose the album, but because she's already done two <laughs> intros in a row, I have to do next week's album, despite the fact that she chose it. But it's okay, because I like the band. And I'll tell you this much. Uh, it is an 80s band, and the singer has a very iconic head of hair. And no, Savannah, it's not Flock of Seagulls. Damn it. Come on. I want to pick the 80s one hit wonders and force you to listen to the whole album. Now, once again, you chose next week's album. And and just a spoiler on your spoiler about next week's album. I've never heard it before. I'm going to comment. I'm going to comment something to you when we turn the camera on then. Fantastic. And it better not start with an F and end with you. Don't tell me how to spell things. It's a good thing I'm dyslexic. Anyways, anyways, that is the episode. So once again, thank you very much for joining us. Make sure you tune in next week. Until then, go listen to some awesome music like Nickelback. And we'll see you again That's real under soon. Duress. Yeah, take, take care, friends. <laughs>